What's up, everybody in podcast land? Uh, sorry for the delay. The holidays have made scheduling a little bit difficult, but I've come back strong. We've got an awesome episode today. Roger Schneider of Roger That Barbecue. He's the pit master of, uh, even though he didn't really like that term, he's the pit master of Roger That Barbecue in Salem, which is an incredible barbecue spot. Um, and we kind of talk about the barbecue industry, how he got started, how uh, his restaurant and other restaurants have fared during the pandemic, um, and then also give some tips on how to how to impress your friends and family uh, if you're able to if we can gather and barbecue in the summertime. Um, I also want to just I keep forgetting to mention them, but I do have two friends that have been editing the podcast that I wanted to say thank you to Matt Espinoza and Tyler Canelp. They've been editing the podcast for free because I struggle with it, don't like doing it. So they, to help encourage me to keep podcasting have done that. So I wanted to give them a thank you. And I just also wanted to encourage you to uh, like subscribe for the episode, um, share it. If it's something that you think is helpful, especially with, with Roger. I mean, he's, the episode is great, but I mean, it's, it's awesome also to um, share stuff about small businesses and how we can support um, restaurants in this time. So uh, anyway, I'm talking too much. Here's the episode. Hope you enjoy. Pull up for a Sunday service and that smell of smoke hits you and you know you're in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> Now, hang on one sec. Sorry, my dog kicked out the power cord, so I oh, lost no you for a little bit. Sorry about that. So no let's problem. back up a little bit, and then you, you jinxed us because we talked about editing beforehand. <laughs> we never have to, but now my dog has made it possible for us to edit. Uh, okay, so I want to go back. You were talking about um, at Jammers. That was kind of where I lost you, and then you know people were saying you know these big parties that you were catering, that they needed this. So okay. let me ask this were you working another job while you were doing that too or were you spending full time trying to build the business you know there was um there was a time there uh from getting hurt until um not knowing what i was going to be doing or i was pretty much doing anything i could to um feed people and Hmm. um kind of quietly build my name um there was, it was, it's kind of, it was kind of a rough time in my life, you know, when you're, you can't do much. Um, really the only thing I really was looking forward to is coaching my kids in football mm-hmm. and that wasn't going to pay the bills. So, um, there was some rough times there for me. Um, you know, that the back surgery really back surgeries really, uh, to put a huge damper still to this day, you know, I'll drop something in the employees are like, Oh, I'll get it. You know, it's, it's yeah. just today. Yeah. It still bothers me. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there was, uh, the, we certainly did. We built a clientele up. Um, but no, from me getting hurt on the cell phone towers to, um, Nope, there was not really, it was all catering. It was all hmm. doing things for, you know, uh, I had friends that said, Hey, I've got a UFC party going on tonight. I want to have five people over. You mind cooking some ribs? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Cause it, you know, that's 24 bucks, you know, that I didn't have. Hmm. And there was, so you were on the some, hustle, you were grinding yeah, away. Big time. Yeah. The meat awesome. hustle for sure. Okay. <laughs> now, where did you learn to 
barbecue because I mean it's not like everybody from Texas just automatically knows how to barbecue. I don't think. Maybe right. I'm wrong. No, but like, I, I, <laughs> you know, you know because... we had uh, lots of friends, lots of parties, lots of. Uh, um, I I was kind of a cook. Um, I worked in the the uh, kitchen at the Hitchin Post and Kaiser. I worked at uh, you know my very first kitchen job was. Um, was at Jammers on 12th Street there, mm-hmm. and um, you know, Big Mike showed me, um, kind of put my gave me a foot in the industry, and I was always my mom's a very well cook, a good cook, and um, you know, I've had a lot. My dad, um, my stepdad had a pizza parlor here in Salem uh, many years ago, and then my great aunt and uncle used to have a uh, Burns cafe, which was on Silverton road. So I think, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit might just run in the family, hmm. but there was uh there was lots of, lots of, uh, trial and error. You know, there was lots of times where we would, uh, throw away food that that didn't work. <laughs> hmm. So there wasn't like, uh, cause I, I thought you would told me when you hurt your back that you were watching a lot of stuff and kind of learning. Okay. So that was when it really, when I knew that this was going to happen, um, I really started watching anything and everything. And I had, um, notebooks after notebooks, you know, watching the food network channel, watching Mm -hmm. meat, fire, smoke, watching, uh, just anything and writing down recipes and just trying to think about what would happen and combining things and making them our own. Um, a lot of it was just knowing kind of what spices would go with which and i'll be honest with you a lot of it was don't get don't get crazy with it you know our, our i'll tell anybody our our brisket rub is salt and pepper that's it hmm. um that, there's not a you know we didn't get real fancy with stuff um simplicity goes a long ways for, with us and i do want to get into that some tips for how people can <laughs> yeah. be better on the grill because it's a weird thing too like a lot of people are like oh i'm i'm such a I'm, i know my way around the grill and then you're like mm, not so much you know like <laughs> it's easy enough to put stuff on fire and heat it up but it's like to to make really good barbecue is uh, is definite is definite art so yeah. i want to get into that a little bit too but could you kind of go back to before my dog kicked out the thing when you were deciding okay let's find a location we're now ready to start the business like how do you end up out in you know the forest of west salem so we um my uh, my buddy that lives in uh um florida now he was always going with me to look at places and uh he uh, you know nick Dern would say hey let's go look at this place hey what about this place what about this place we'd go and look and we'd kind of talk about it and it never ever seemed to work out and then this place just came along and uh, my dad actually um, here in town told me that hey there's a there's an opportunity here come look at it we said no right away mm-hmm. um and then we started thinking about it and thinking about it and for the smoker to for it to be out back and not be around anybody mm-hmm. is a big is a big uh relief off of you know I don't know how to explain that. Like, the fire marshal don't like our smokers. Sure. The, you know, there's a lot of problems with our smokers. It's old-fashioned, uh, Texas-style pit. You know, you uh, you get too many complaints being a business. They'll shut you down. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one thing that was just huge for us. We're not going to go commercial gas 
pit. We wanted that old school wood fire pit. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that was, so when that place came up, we kind of looked at it, looked at it, and then we went to the city and seen what it was going to take. And we learned real fast um, that there was a lot of hoops and a lot of red tape you had to get through to do all this. It was a hassle. It took me, I don't know, seven months, I think. Cause it was a lot longer than I thought. Was that place even zoned for like a restaurant? Yeah. It was. Yep, okay. it is zoned. It is a... Uh, it is zoned for uh, commercial use, um, but it's it's right there. That that I think the road out there is the end of it. Okay. And I think that's all changing because the herbal growth boundary is moving further out West Salem. Every vote city council gets a chance to vote it on. Okay. Um, yeah, but I think uh, I think yeah West Salem's getting bigger and bigger. You know, you're starting to see stores pop up right around the corner mm-hmm. from us that were never there five years ago. Right? Yeah, it was just empty out there. You're driving out yeah. like I swear it's out here somewhere. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, you'll pass it the first time. I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So once you kind of get set up there, um, well, actually, I, I kind of what was the biggest frustration in that seven months where you're jumping through all the governmental regulations and the red tape? What was the most frustrating part where you're just like, okay, is this even like, I'm not sure. Yeah, this is we gave, I gave up a few times. I had a, you know, my, my wife and mother-in-law really took me down to that, um, uh, the city hall there and really helped me get through things. Well, um, a, a big problem was they were so busy. Um, cause that was when, uh, marijuana got legalized mm. and all those, uh, permits were going in front of me i see and um like with it was, the OLCC? They, yeah it was, okay. so that was the same time you know they everyone's putting in uh uh you know we had to go to an architect and had an architect mm-hmm. design you know everybody else was doing that for all these marijuana mm. stores that were popping up right and they were extremely busy and yeah. uh I was just ready to throw some meat on the barbecue, you know. I, right. I didn't care. I didn't care if we had paperwork or not. I just wanted. Yeah. <laughs> to, I wanted to feed people. That's all I wanted. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there was. Uh, it was a long, stressful time. I remember the night before we opened, um, my buddy Joel and I. You know, we woke up that next morning to start work, and he said, "Did you sleep at all last night?" I said, "I didn't sleep a week. I didn't sleep one second." My hmm wife was crying you know she was what if people don't come what if people don't come you know hmm. and uh we just kept putting one foot in front of the other and it uh when we opened those doors and saw all those there was hundreds of people there that first night now I was it people you it. knew or like how did the word even get out you know i had a huge so i had a i had a facebook and instagram um, like a personal and it one. was a personal one uh-huh. and I had a lot of people following that one and then it kind of switched over from being personal to the business page so I had quite mm. a bit of following there and we did have a lot of people that we didn't know I was blown away and uh, you know did you ever day, ask and find out how they heard about it or how they ended up there you know we have uh, my wife's brother um, came in a few times and just kind of asked hey how'd you hear about us so mm-hmm. how, how did you you know we uh, we did it old school I kind of asked people as they were leaving a few for a few weeks and um, a lot of it came down to portions and good food hmm. and uh, you know it's like like we were talking about earlier on paper I'm out in the sticks I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a building that I don't even have a sign out front, you know, that's yeah. 
I, I fought the city on, on that sign out there for quite a while and the trees and there's uh there's some problems with the trees being old and where they're located where mm-hmm. the signs are um it's just i stopped i said why do i need a sign when i have a line right you know and um one thing led after another and they had um you know we've been on the news several times mm-hmm. won several of the awards that are around here that you know there's a lot of them now but um i think 2017 we were rated uh one of the top 10 restaurants in the city of salem oh wow through uh through uh, Statesman Journal, okay, and uh, these awards just kept coming and kept coming. And I was like, "Well, we're doing something right." I don't know what it is, but and you know, uh, I certainly say that I don't deserve it, but my wife and my kids and all of my past and current employees all have. Um, you know, that's a whole other issue there too. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not the greatest boss. I'd rather be your friend and work right beside you and um, have fun with my employees than kind of all my old bosses, you know? Mm. Um, well, I, I, so then wouldn't that mean that you're actually are a good boss then? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> as long as the people's checks, paychecks are still coming, <laughs> I guess I'm a good boss. Yeah. Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's it's just something that's not in my, uh, you know, being a boss is, it's, it's pretty tough. It's, um, yeah. You know, even, there's a few times where, you know, I, even like last week we were busy and things happen. You got to know when to really address something and really, cause you know, when we mess up, we're human, we mess up, mm-hmm. we mess up more than I'd like to admit that we do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if we ever get a chance to where we're perfect, I think, uh, I don't know what, what we'll do, but <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's tough to really, uh, you know, I, I've, I've often told them, Hey, I'm talking to you as your boss right now. Yeah. Um, we need to, we need to work on something, you know, and then I try not to let it drag me down for too long. You know, there's only mm-hmm. a few minutes and I think they know that, uh, he's going to be mad for a few minutes and then let's get back to work. Let's get after it. Yeah. Let's have when, some fun. And it's hard too. Cause when you do start your own business, you know, like you, you originally liked making barbecue for people, but once you open your own business, then you're not just doing that. You're also dealing with, you know, the yeah. toilet's clogged and the oh, sink is man. broken and the We've smokers, you, you know what I mean? Too. And so yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, why am I not smoking brisket? Like, that's what I want to be doing right now. You know, instead yeah. I'm dealing with this issue with this employee and these customers are upset. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, how yep. do you, We've how, had, how do you manage all a, that? We've had, uh, several problems, you know, we've had equipment failure. We've had, um, you know, we've had uh, our hood melt down and, you know, burn up. And we've had uh, sewer issues out by the streets that's closed us down. Hmm. Um, I've got great landlords. Um, uh, they call, you know, they're the odd fellows of the Chemeketa Lodge. And they have uh, always treated me well. Hmm. And that is a huge thing. You know, um, when it's their fault, they take care of it. When it's my fault. They, they'll still see if it's getting taken care of or if they could help at all. Hmm. And uh, as being a first-time business owner, that's been huge for me. Um, but, yeah, there's been several times I find myself, you know, uh, with, like with uh, uh, anything, really. It's, what, what am I doing? I should be turning wood over in the fire pit right now. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh. Uh, my, my wife's done the uh, payroll and um, – 
a lot of that stuff that I have, I have no idea, you know, that, um, uh, I just, yeah, I'm really blessed to have that kind of wife that will do all the extra stuff for me that I don't even, I don't really have a desire to do hours and payroll and, um, you know, that's, I'd rather just be on the pit or, you know, cooking cheeseburgers than writing checks. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay, so you guys open, you know, and it's successful. I remember I had heard, like, a friend of a friend posted on Facebook, hey, there's this new barbecue spot. And so I remember the first time I went out there, I definitely got lost. And I was like, eh. and then I pulled into that. It looks like a church. And I'm like, what? but then you open the door. Oh, okay, it smells like barbecue. So I'm at least close somewhere, you know. Um, but so once you get going and you kind of get in the rhythm and you're seeing regular customers and the business is going, like, is there a point when you're like, oh, okay, like you relax, like I made it a little bit and it's at least comfortable and I can enjoy doing this or is it just stressful? You know, is there something you know, to be worried about all the time? In the beginning, um in the beginning, uh, there, there was a, a long period of time there, um, you know, where I had, uh, slept there, you know, overnight and I would be the one that, you know, I was there, find myself there 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd go home early in the morning when the other employees would come in and I'd come back and work for the dinner rush or, you know, there was times where, um, I couldn't trust anybody, and although looking back, I really had it all covered. Um, but you learn a lot. Um, you, um, you do, you learn, you learn to trust people. You learned to, um, hire the right amount of people. That was a huge problem for me in the very beginning. Um, when we started this thing, it was me my wife and one good friend a father-in-law and a mother-in-law and hmm. that was it and wow. i realized real real fast you know you you don't expect that you're going to be that busy and real fast it was i need help and hmm. we need to get this done so you were busy um, from the get-go like there was never uh, like oh this is slow right i mean it was just from the start from day one boss huh. from day one it was no don't don't get me wrong. We've had a really slow day, especially with this pandemic mm -hmm. lately. But, um, yeah, this, we, we never answered the phone until, uh, COVID happened. Uh, uh you know, for four years, we never answered the phone, take, took phone orders. We always took people's orders standing in front of us. Hmm. And now that line is completely gone. There is no more line at all. Yeah. Um, when you open, there's maybe a five minute line, but that's about it. Um, it's all phone orders now. And, you know, we, uh, what we really should do is just hire someone just to run phones. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, and, that's what the restaurants turned into. And I guess, yeah, I kind of want to, I want to get into like how the pandemic has influenced your restaurant, what the other restaurants, you know, cause I know you're friends with a, a number of other restaurant yeah. owners, but with, has, because are you doing? You're not doing online orders at all, right? You're just doing. No, so for us it'd be real hard to do that, just because we run out of things and we don't know. Um, you know, there are some systems out there that would uh, keep track of, like, say, like our rib count. We have a rib count. It's usually, you know, about four, five to uh, on really busy weekends. We can, we'll do sixty racks of ribs mm -hmm. on a day, and you know, if somebody comes in and orders a bunch of them, then 
you know, uh, so like Grubhub and stuff, they'll call later in the evening, closer to closing time for us. And we, we ha- often have to tell them and um, all the, the food delivery services that, sorry, we, we ran out of ribs at four o'clock or, mm-hmm. you know, this and this isn't available. Um, that kind of goes back to that on paper thing, you know, mm-hmm. on paper, when you run out, you run out. That's usually not the case in restaurants. Right. You never want to run out of food, but in barbecue, that's, that's where your quality is. You know, you get rid of that. If you know, I didn't have ribs yesterday. There's no chance that I'm selling ribs. Or I'm only cooking ribs one day a week. Mm-hmm. Um, often a lot of people, you know, reheat barbecue and try to sell it as same day barbecue. And, you know, we have a, we don't even have a microwave in our kitchen. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's all, it's all done fresh. It's, you know, sell out is a good thing for barbecue. Yeah. I've always said that. Um, but yeah. So, okay. So with how, at what point in the pandemic did you kind of realize, Oh, this is going to, we're going to need to do something different. Was it right away or. Um, not right away for us, for us. Um, we, when the pandemic hit, if I remember right, it was on a Monday and we had a few days until we opened on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few days to kind of figure out, get a game plan going. And um, that first day, we, I was thinking, okay, it's all got to be to go. Who's the best to go spot? who does drive through the best, you know, mm-hmm. that, was, that was my mindset. And I don't know anybody that does drive through better than Dutch brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, Dutch brothers has their game for drive through getting orders in and out as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. They have it. They have that game on lockdown. So I went out wore a nice fancy bright orange hunting vest. So everyone could see my <laughs> bald head out there in the parking lot with a tablet trying to run to each car back and forth and I realized about an hour into it yeah. we're in trouble yeah. <laughs> Dutch Brothers makes that look easy yeah <laughs> oh man so um, so that was that that was okay get a get a table set outside here and we're gonna make them get back in line mm-hmm. and uh, that worked for a few days and then the line kind of slowly stopped and then I said, well, let's start answering the phone, taking phone orders and letting them know when it'll be ready. And, you know, that kind of turned into a, kind of a good thing. It was a, uh, um, you know, we, we had, what, what really tricked us was trying to have people, people will call at, you know, four o'clock and say, Hey, I want to pick up at nine. Well, then you got to keep track of all this extra stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot more, uh, a lot more work involved that a lot of people didn't realize or didn't see. And, um, you know, we are still trying to put out the best products and, um, the best that we can and, you know, still have fun and still collect a paycheck really. Um, but yeah, that phone now rings nonstop. We, it, it rings and rings and rings and a lot of people come in and say, Hey, I've been trying to call you. And you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, I got, I got 10 people standing in front of me and that phone's just ringing nonstop. We're trying, you know, um, we did have, um, 
we did have our lobby closed up until just a few weeks ago. We didn't have anybody in the lobby at all. Mm. And we actually, it was one week before this last freeze that she, uh, that the governor had put back on. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, we had four days of open lobby of open sit down. We, we uh, tried to protect everybody and tried to keep things you know, as safe as possible as long as we could. Mm-hmm. And uh, it started getting really slow. So, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was time to open the lobby and we got four days and then we got, we got the lobby shut back down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's, there's two things that I, the, I have two questions about that. One is how difficult has it been for you to navigate? Cause it, it feels like the uh, regulations, the restrictions are kind of a moving target. You know what I mean? And so how difficult has it been to navigate through all the different? Well, we are really small on the scale of uh, purchasing food. Mm -hmm. Um, We, for those people that have big walk-ins and do, uh, you know, we're really open four or five hours a day um, Mm -hmm. serving food. That's it. You know, but some of these guys, when they're open 18 hours, 12 hours, 14 hours, whatever it is, they have to have a large portion of food. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rules that are coming out are not the best for figuring out what you need to order and what you need to get rid of and what you um, – that that was a tough one for me. How much do I order? How much do I cook? Mm-hmm. What's that's That was my hardest thing. Um, besides the meat prices, our, uh, just prices in general, you know, um, our brisket prices, you know, it, it, it went from $3 to, you know, nine, 10 up to 14. I saw somewhere and mm. I was, this ain't going to happen. This ain't going to work this way. And, yeah. um, you know, we put a lot of time, you know, we're smoking our brisket for 18 hours, 14 hours and, you know, ribs go five, six hours. And, um, after all that time you put into it, when you buy it for as high as the market was on meat prices, it was, between that and the rules constantly changing, it was, uh, wasn't too, it was, the bean prices and all that was horrible, but the rules changing, you know, we kept our lobbies closed for a good portion of that time. Anyway, it was just trying to figure out how much food to cook and how much to order. Hmm. And was, did that seem to become a stable thing or was it, you know, cause like pre pandemic, you probably had, fairly you know consistent numbers and you sort of knew what you were yes yeah after you know in the as the pandemic has gone on has have you noticed that it's more variable or has it still kind of been consistent or we had a four-year spreadsheet you know where we could look back and say okay uh the week before christmas what did we do last year the year before you know four years ago Mm -hmm. and you can kind of get a kind of an idea um now there's always loopholes around that too, but sure. like, you know, weather around here, you know, if there's snow on the ground, we always thought nobody would be driving anywhere, but actually snow on the ground for us was always busy. Huh. Um, and you know, for another big thing like that for us is when you get to look back and know, okay, this week was really busy because of this was going on or this, you know, we have, uh, we have nothing to look back on. It is totally hit miss, it is, uh, we have, we have donated a lot of meat, um, the last few weeks and, um, you know, we, we gave over a hundred and 150 pounds of ribs away, um, hmm. to, uh, one of the outreach churches to feed the homeless and, 
um, you know, it's just, it's, it's hit and miss. It's really, you, I don't even get on that spreadsheet and look at those years anymore. It's all out the window. Yeah. Which again, makes it difficult to, I, I mean, I just keep thinking how difficult it would be to run a restaurant in this no. time. I'll never do it. I'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, now, but one of the things though, like, cause has there been a spot, you know, it sounds like with the phone situation where you're like, Hey, once this goes back to normal, this is something that I think we could innovate. Like this will make it, this will actually yeah. improve the business. Have you noticed anything like that? Yeah. So, um, for us, you know, it's always been adapting and overcoming and, um, you know, there, there is that, that phone will be a blessing down the road. Um, you know, we, I can't believe for four years we never answered the phone because now when we can't get to the phone, it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we didn't even have the ringer on, you know, for four years. We didn't, never heard it. Um, <laughs> it was, it was wild. It was, but now you look at it and see how much business we get off of it. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, for a long time, there's a good reason, you know, there, when there's a line of, you know, I'm not exaggerating when I say we've had 50, 60 people in line mm-hmm. and why answer the phone and let those people not, you know, why answer the phone and for them to basically cut the system, you know, the system was get in line and mm-hmm. enjoy some barbecue and, you know, uh, fellowship with the people in front of you and behind you and uh, become friends, you know, and mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of that, you know, we, we've heard lots of people making friendships in, in the line at Roger that barbecue. Yeah, so. Definitely. Because huh, it yeah, does give you something on, to talk about, you know. You're like, oh, yeah. you've been here before, you know. What yeah, you, the, you hear it a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, what are the favorites? The favorites walking down the line, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's been, you know, in Texas. That's how it is. You know, uh, a chain barbecue uh, it does it kind of differently, but in Texas, good barbecue, we'll drive hours. We'll go drive hours, and we'll find a place that's got a line in front of it. And you, you know, the lines don't lie. They, uh, they mm-hmm. kind of, you let the food and the line speak for itself. And uh, you know, we screw up too. I mean, there's, you know, we've we've got we've been training new people. We've, uh, I got a great group of kids working for us now. But um, we are all human. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's we've made mistakes. We've we're going to continue to make mistakes. And the best part is, you know, just try to make it right and have, uh, have people reach out. You know, one thing for as a business owner, when people don't reach out and they leave unhappy and we don't know that it kills me. I, and nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to say, mm-hmm. you know, um, Hey, this is bad or, Hey, this is, this is, was wrong or, Hey, we didn't get this or nobody wants to speak up anymore. I don't know what became of that because, you know, um, we want to do it. We want to make it right. No matter what the problem is. Um, you know, and if there's, there's been, a, there's been issues and, uh, if we don't know, we're going to continue to make other people upset and that's not what mm-hmm. we want. You know, we'd rather nip it right there and get it over with and apologize, make it right first. And then, uh, you know, actually thank them for stepping up and letting us know. Yeah, instead um, of just that's going one and big doing the, thing for us. the one star Yelp review, you know. Yeah, yeah. they could do that anyway. I don't really mind. <laughs> <laughs> any any business, you know, even if it's bad business, uh, they don't like it. It's still business. Yeah. But no, it's, uh, yeah, Yelp. We have a love hate relationship with the Yelp accounts, but mm-hmm. um, we do. We, we really sincerely want to make it right. We want you guys to enjoy. Uh, the product we're putting out and um that's a big that's a big thing for us 
So you guys have, you know, you've been fortunate that, you know, your your business has been okay and continuing to sort of, you know, progress through the pandemic. Other business owners you know in the restaurant field, like, what is your sense of what they're experiencing? Um, you know, I've got some really good friends that are in this industry, and um, I really, I uh, hearing the stories of only doing a couple hundred dollars a day mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and only being the, the, um, the, them working really, you know, it's all the employees are gone. I mean, that hurts, that hurts mm-hmm. so, so much to hear. Um, I know since this thing has gone out, I don't know if we've cooked at home once <laughs> Yeah, my wife and kids and I, we love going out and supporting other people. I mean, it is one of the one of the funnest things. Um, what's, what's killing us right now is you can't take the large groups out because yeah. we, uh, you know, we several times a month take the whole crew out. You know, mm-hmm. um, we just right before the shutdown, you know, we I took all the employees to um, you know, Uncle Troy's Barbecue in Fort Forty down there, and we mm-hmm. had fun s- s- eating everybody else's food because. You know, let's be honest. We all like to eat, and mm-hmm. uh, whenever we can do that and support, share the love with everybody else, it's it's always good. Um, another one we went to just here recently was the um, oh, I forget the name of it, uh, the Hawaiian place out there in Staten at the, on the golf course. Um, some friends of ours, uh, their family owns it, and um, I just heard recently that they shut down because of this and. Mm. that hurts you know we we often often try to get all our employees to go out and support everybody and um you know i'm a big believer in trying to help everyone you know there's uh we we in fact i don't know if you've noticed we wear everybody else's shirts in the restaurant Mm -hmm. yeah and i've seen other restaurants where they'll have like a roger that shirt too so i knew there was some (laughs) kind of like yeah so people just ask what are you doing wearing that shirt well have you ever ate there? It's great. Mm-hmm. You know, or, Hey, go visit them. You know, it's just this conversation starter. Or, uh, you know, I've, I, we share, you know, we have eye wings. Uh, Paulie's a great friend mm-hmm. of ours, longtime friend, Bob and Patty at Patty's off center cafe, mm-hmm. alibi, you know, uh, jammers. You know, we, we, we love supporting everybody, but there's, um, it's free to wear these shirts of other people mm-hmm. and any given time you get a chance to talk to them. It doesn't hurt you. You know, it doesn't, doesn't hurt anything just to help, help support your friends and your neighbors. Yeah. And I was watching, this kind of brings up the next thing I wanted to, to ask yeah. you about. Uh, I was watching who wants to be a millionaire, uh, not for, I don't watch that normally, but Dave Chang was on there. Do you know him? He's a I don't. famous chef. He's got a couple restaurants in Vegas and um, okay. a couple in New York. Anyway, he's an entrepreneur. He's sort of in the pop culture world, too. Anyway, he's the first person to ever win Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He won the million dollars, and he is. Oh, wow. He donated it to Southern Smoke, which is a foundation that helps uh, restaurant employees and rest- small business restaurants that are struggling. Uh, that's what that foundation does. Wow. And, yeah. And so, and he. Part of the reason he went for the million dollars because he wasn't sure on the question was that he knew it would bring attention to what's going on in the restaurant industry. And it sort of is what made me start thinking about this. I was like, man, I, I, I want to talk to Roger and see sort of what's going on. So if there's people now, like for me, I've been lucky. My job hasn't been impacted, you know, so 
the the amount of money I'm making every month is still the same. So for people in that situation, how can they help? You know, with these restaurants, is it buying gift cards? Is it you know because like you're saying, it's hard now to go. You know, you can't go in there and sit. So I mean, yeah. so is it still getting gift- takeout or like what's the what helps the businesses the most? You know, gift cards are. Uh, you know, for us, it's a. We love selling them. We hate seeing them come back. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's a uh, gift cards are great. Um, gift cards are awesome because usually. Um, what ends up happening is the person purchasing the gift card usually will buy something. So there's a sale there. Mm. And then the person that brings back the gift card will be excited about it. Probably tell a few friends that they got a gift card for that place. Mm -hmm. And then they usually will spend more than the gift card. Also, usually that's Mm -hmm. a big part of that. But I will honestly say if you're out and about and you see um, you're at a restaurant that you like, and they have some like, T-shirts, or they have hoodies, or they have hats, stickers, calendars, pens, those small uh, purchase items that usually don't get sold, or sold. Sorry, those are huge um, for restaurants right now. You know, they, it don't it don't cost them much, mm-hmm. and um, it's advertising, and it's something that usually doesn't get sold that is being sold at mm-hmm. this time. So now, do you um, guys have merch? And, you know we do we have okay. we uh we we do we have uh several shirts that come out um usually um our fun ones you know the kids usually wear uh behind the counter but yeah mm-hmm. we've got we do have some shirts uh, we're working on getting some sweaters and we've had hats in the past we're currently out right now but now can people buy um, those online or do they have to buy them in store only you know we haven't done any online anything okay. um so yeah you could email us we'll get you a sh- we'll ship you out a shirt okay. um there's there's um yeah there's how would they what email would they use if they wanted to contact uh, if you wanted to ever contact us it's rt like roger that mm-hmm. rt barbecue bbq six the number six at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and we can so link that our, in the show notes too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, that, that's just something that I've kind of, uh, every time I, we sell a shirt or a hat or, you know, a pin or anything, it's like, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like a your own chest bump yourself. <laughs> now, have you ever thought about s- selling those online or is that? Yeah, there's, um, um, like I said, I am not the internet guy. I could barely do an email. Mm-hmm. Um, our buddy, uh, my buddy Paul, that owns iWings, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's running the same system we are, and um, or that we started with, and he's got all that stuff set up. So there's going to be a there's going to be a phone call there that's going to say, "Hey, buddy, let's, okay. uh, let's talk." Yeah, because I was going to say, <laughs> it seems like it would be pretty easy to just have like a Shopify store or yeah, something, and then just drop your products in there. If yeah. you were as bad as I was on this internet stuff, it'd be. <laughs> I do. I really have thought. I thought if you did a YouTube channel where you were like just doing instructionals on cooking different barbecue stuff, I really think that'd be successful. We, you got the right personality so it, for it. We went to, uh, my family and I went on vacation to Colorado Springs, visited my sister, my mom and dad and stuff. And uh, when we were in, um, while we were there, we went to this barbecue restaurant. And mm-hmm. the kids, all my kids, um, I introduced myself and explained them to who who we were and who he was. You know, we had that talk. And, mm-hmm. uh, he ended up buying us our meal, and it was great. You know, owners usually do that for other barbecue guys. But... Um, the kid when uh, the kids got the food, he goes, you know, the kids never lie. The kids will tell you, <laughs> you know, they'll tell you if it's good or not. 
And uh, when the kids got his barbecue in there in Colorado, they were, yeah, this is almost as good as yours. This is, this might be better than yours. <laughs> and uh, he has the YouTube channel for barbecue. He okay. is so, he is so, it's GQ Barbecue, GQ, okay. uh, UE, and they're in uh, Denver and uh, Colorado Springs. We pretty much started at the same time. He's won everything you could think of under the sun for barbecue competitions. Hmm. But they, uh, he does, he does a great job on all that. And I've, I even bought a GoPro and was like, we're going to do this YouTube mm-hmm. and never did it. Like, yeah. The kids play with the GoPro now. It's hard. It's hard, man. <laughs> Creating content is difficult. Even, you know, like I can tell you like the struggles from doing the podcast. Like it's tough when you're, you have other responsibilities to be like, okay, yeah, let me also take time to do this youtube thing or podcast yeah. Thing. yeah so yeah he's 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 incredible behind the camera and he his content is great his food's mm-hmm. awesome um yeah he's okay. a heck and of a can, guy his we can link that too in the show notes we'll yeah his his, his daughter's actually uh graduated from the university of oregon here so it's no, kind of cool. yeah it was kind of cool nice so did he come and eat at your spot then when he came up to visit his daughter or? um I, he didn't he uh okay. he, he'll make it he'll make it he, yeah uh, that was a short, kind of a short trip when he was just here. Okay. But um, I think she's graduated now and moved on. I don't know if she's still here or not. But, hmm. um, yeah, they, if you're ever in Colorado Springs or Denver, check the GQ barbecue out. It's, okay. it's awesome. All right. Um, and so we got a little sidetracked, but buy, buying people's merch, buying other yeah. – is there anything else? I mean, obviously going there and getting food, but um, – is there anything else that people can do or like they should do or help spread awareness? Like, is there anything else we should, should be on people's radars? You know, it's uh, just supporting them. Um, we've had a ton of support. Um, I, uh, I really, for us, I think that would be about it. Um, I know a lot of, uh, there's a lot of food. Um, there's a lot of problems with food delivery companies mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. As far as we're concerned, uh, we don't associate or affiliate with any of them. But those who have and have made a uh, um, made you know customers happy, that's that's great and awesome to hear. Um, but if they if they do offer their own delivery, I would say use the restaurant mm-hmm. delivery service mm-hmm. over a uh, a Grubhub or a. Um, um, any of the DoorDash or Uber Eats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Any of those. If the company does offer their own delivery, you know, um, I would use that over them. And, and I've then... I've heard the the restaurant owners I know are not super excited about those the DoorDashes, Uber Eats. You just... know, we mess up enough, and when you get a third party involved and they're ordering for so for us, we don't affiliate with them. So if you call Grubhub mm-hmm. and they you place an order through Grubhub for Roger that barbecue. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening is uh, uh, some, either a driver or somebody in the office of Grubhub will call us, make a del- make an order over the phone, and give a random name and or whoever the name is for the customer. And we mm-hmm. have no idea who that it's for anybody other sure. than that name. Whoever that customer that name. Yeah. And uh, when they get there, um, you know we we our crew doesn't get any of the tip at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's, um, there's something wrong of, with, with the order and you can't get a hold of that customer or that mm. person, or they don't know. 
And, you know, if we mess up alone, it's really hard when there's a third party involved and they might mess up and it does happen. It does happen a lot. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, and then they, you know, they charge, um, our, our profit margins are really small anyway. Mm-hmm. And they raise, they raise that up quite a bit, but if it's convenience that you're paying for it and you understand that, then no, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it does still give the business a sale. And at the end of the day, you know, money going into the till is what pays the bills and yeah. keeps us going one day at a time. And that's what it is. You know, um, um, one of the issues, sorry, and I want to get to the, how to be a better, everyone's listening. Like, Hey, Get him to share some tips, I'm sure. But uh, I did want to ask about, because one thing that Dave Chang was talking about was how his restaurants have really had to think about how food travels now, you know? And oh. so for you, <laughs> you know, like, it's 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 interesting because I would say, like, the meat itself probably travels pretty well, right? I mean, yeah. it's good there. It's good, you know, 10 minutes yeah, later. Yeah, it's all your... It's all your breads and your yeah. tots and your fries. Yeah. yeah. If you uh, if you order those items, you know, if you order fries or tater tots to go, you know what you're gonna get. Let's. Um, <laughs> there's there's been some. We've had some upset soggy tots and some soggy fries, and you know uh, we, we've seen people kind of cut the corners off of to go boxes, and I just honestly think. Um, you know, sometimes I just want to take those menu items off when they're to go mm, only. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite sandwiches, in fact, my favorite sandwich at the restaurant that we serve is our Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Um, but when you put that thing in a to go box, and if they're driving for so long, that is no longer my favorite sandwich. <laughs> now, have you have you thought about? Because one of the things that they were, I was listening to him on a podcast. He was talking about taco kits, how they'll like make all the stuff and they yeah. keep it separate. Have you thought about something like that with the Philly cheesesteak, so, where you would like to keep the bread separate? So we and... often we often sell deconstructed uh, sandwiches. Okay. Um, they're you know they're. Uh, it's probably the best thing to do right now. Mm. Um, but if you, we don't know if you're going home to eat it. We don't know if you're going across the street. We don't know if mm-hmm. you're going to the park. We don't know if you're eating it out on the sidewalk. Um, yeah. So if people, we kind of do what people ask. And if you, uh, if you can get a deconstructed sandwich and kind of make it to your liking, um, that'd be the route I would definitely go nowadays. Mm. Okay. All right. And so if someone is trying to impress their friends, family this summer, we're assuming <laughs> hopefully the pandemic will be over uh, by that point, um, or at least in a way we can gather and whatnot. If so, if people are trying to improve their barbecue game and impress their yeah. friends and family, can you give me a couple tips on how to be? <laughs> One of my buddies is making a brisket tonight right now for okay. his daughter's 21st birthday. Okay. First and time I he's said, made it. Yep, first time he's done a biscuit, okay. and he said, "I the first thing I said to him is, remember, it's just a stupid piece of meat. <laughs> That's okay. all it is. All right. Don't be intimidated by a brisket. Okay. So, uh, you know, I'll tell you right now, there is no secrets to uh, our barbecue. It's time. Who's going to put the time in? Who's not? You know, mm-hmm. um, I told you our, our rub for our brisket, salt and pepper. That's mm-hmm. it. 
Um, and you know, that's our biggest seller. And, you know, the, a lot of the flavor comes from the pit mm-hmm. and it comes from time. Um, our, our pit is so awesome that we don't rotate meat. We've never rotated one piece of meat in mm. our existence. Now, um, did it you burns evenly. buy those? Did you make them? Like where, how did you, are, are, yeah. Is this like a special pit or did you yeah, design so, it? Or, so my dad and I, um, genus machine, um, got us all the steel. We I drew this thing up, um, and my dad and I literally started welding welding it together. Bought a trailer, put it on a trailer, and towed it and towed it around. And uh, it's handmade mostly by my father. Wow. <laughs> he uh, miles and miles of welding on this thing, and uh, you know it's been amazing. I for building our first pit it is not pretty especially anymore it's a workhorse yeah um i used to try to keep it nice and pretty and because it was a it was what we use and abuse it now it's sure it is it is a workhorse that's for sure um it is well seasoned and it is it burns evenly um you know we burn just oak uh local white oak Hmm. um that's 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 what we use. Um, but as far as uh, barbecue, there's no right or wrong. Um, barbecue is, you know, supposed to be the, the process of doing it is what's supposed to be the fun. Um, that's where I kind of fell in love is the process of checking on the meats and doing the, doing that and then watching people eat. And it still don't get old to hear how well the food is cooked. Um, after all these years you know we've been i've been catering since i think 2008 or so somewhere in there Mm -hmm. um but it it still doesn't get old when people let us know how much they enjoy it but Hmm. um yeah the the art itself is uh not hurrying Hmm. not hurrying it giving yourself plenty of time and uh enjoying your craft you know there's a there's something about smoking a piece of meat for 18 hours and enjoying it and um, knowing that you can make it better next time or that's it. We just Mm. hit it out of the park. Um, But yeah, we, we go 225 on our temps for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a, we have a one heck of a rotation that has to be spot on um, because you don't get time back, you know, if if something happens and uh, we didn't give ourselves enough time, we're, we're, we're hurting when it comes to opening. Hmm. Um, there's the our rotation is probably the what makes our restaurant, and that's uh, getting things on off at the right time. And um, yeah. Hmm. Now, if people were looking for like specific techniques and stuff like that, would that uh, YouTube channel that you mentioned earlier, the Colorado Springs guy, would that be? Does he yeah, have stuff G- like that? Other? GQ, yeah, he's he has done some amazing. Um, so, you know, he, it's kind of funny cause he'll, he'll come out with a special. I'll be like, I'll show my wife, Hey, look, look at the special he's working with or he's getting ready to come out with. And it was, it's kind of funny cause we were working on the same special and I was like a thousand plus miles away. We could run a special, <laughs> special same day, but it's like who, whoever does meatloaf at a, a barbecue restaurant and yeah. he's doing a meatloaf special. And I was like, check this out. Huh? he'll teach you he'll teach you he'll he's got some great videos it's not only traditional barbecue he'll teach you how to do some 
Oh, he does amazing, amazing YouTube channel. He's hmm. it's excellent. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely link that um, in the show notes for the episode. Uh, is there anything else that I forgot that you want to mention? I definitely want to. If people want to find you, uh, how do how do they get in touch with you? How do they connect with you? Talk about your socials. We, we have you... a yeah, we have a social uh, media guy. You know he. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, um, Roger that barbecue, um, CO is the, uh, Instagram page, Roger that barbecue on Facebook and then Roger that barbecue. And we do some, we just started doing some fun TikTok videos. Okay. Um, so there's a few on there. Um, you know, the social media, it's, it's kind of a, it's, um, got us, really far with uh, our followers and yeah. it's a really easy program or uh, outfit to reach our customers and let them know, Hey, this is going on or, you know, we're going to be closed this week or the specials or if you have a, had a problem with some of your menu items, it's been, it's been pretty great, but it, it had been a pain for me there for quite a while. And, um, yeah, I'm real thankful for everybody that's helped me out on our social media accounts. Yeah. Um, hmm. but yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's always <laughs> what's next, I guess, for the business Yeah. as far as social media. Well, and I, I feel like, you know, especially with a business like yours, that is so word of mouth driven, you know, social media allows you to amplify the reach of that word yeah. of mouth. You know what I mean? So um, it is an important piece. Cause I, like I said, I mean, I didn't have any connection to you initially, but I knew within the first week or so that you were open, that there was a new barbecue spot in West Salem. So, you know, <laughs> and then that was, that was from social media. So, um, you know, there's still, there's still, uh, there's still people finding out about us, you know, we, yeah. <laughs> we'll go through, we'll go through Dutch brothers and they'll ask us what we're doing. We're headed to work. Where do you work? We'll tell them they have no idea. I've never heard of it. Yeah. So there's still, still a lot of people to reach, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But they're, I mean, the people that know, know though, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that is the spot to get amazing barbecue. So, um, anyway, is there anything else that I left out that you wanted to mention? You know, we, uh, just cause my name's on the side of the building doesn't mean, uh, doesn't mean that, you know, I do all the hard work. I've got the greatest group of people, uh, past and current, um, that have put blood, sweat and tears into this place. And, uh, um, my, you know, we, we have a big family and my wife and I are there often. And, uh, you know, we, we have help with our kids, um, especially well, my family's all over the country, but, mm -hmm. uh, her, my wife's side of the family has helped out tremendously to, um, allow us to actually be, um, there at the restaurant and, um, you know, leaving your kids to go to work and um, knowing that they're at family is a, a blessing. You know, it's it's uh, real hard to um, do some of this stuff when you got four kids running around. Mm -hmm. and, um, so I'd like to thank everyone that's helped with my kids. Um, you know, I'd, anybody that's helped out with the restaurant um, or even offered. You know, we when things happen, um, we get tons of support that people always reaching out. You know seeing how they could help. And it's, it's, it's just an awesome family that Roger that barbecue has created. Hmm. And if people want to check out the restaurant itself, when should they go? Cause it, you know, you've run some funky yeah. hours too. <laughs> you better poke it in your phone or your <laughs> GPS or anything, 
But um, you head out uh, towards West Salem, you go over the bridge, you stay right on Wallace Road, you go out about a mile and a half, the left-hand turn lane will at Applied Pantry and 76 gas stations called Brush College Road. You take a left on Brush College, and it's the second driveway on the left. It's hidden behind some awesome, uh, some of Salem's world's largest redwood trees. Or <laughs> they, These trees hide the building pretty well, but uh, we usually have a bright orange sign out front that says uh, barbecue now. And uh, when the sign's out, come on and, and check us out. What, what days do you open? Um, we are open Thursday and Friday at 4, 4 p.m. for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday and Sunday, we open at noon for lunch. And okay. um, we're usually done by 5, 5, 6 on Saturdays, and then usually done by 8 on uh, th- Thursdays and Fridays. So it's not a whole lot of time. I know the hours suck. Um, it's just what what's worked for us. And, uh, um, yeah, it's hasn't. Hasn't been hasn't broke yet. There we go. All right. Well, I really appreciate you being on, uh, and I I hope people will go check it out because it is incredible barbecue, which is sometimes hard to find uh, in the Pacific Northwest. So uh, I appreciate what you're doing, and uh, thanks for coming on hey. today. Hey, we really appreciate anybody and everybody who supported us over the time, and yeah, I love doing these things. So we appreciate you for having us on for sure. Thanks. Yeah.